Connor Timmons and Simeon Durargenchensev was sent down to the Marlies this morning. And with that, let's bring in our TSN hockey analyst, Craig Button. Mr. Button, how are you holding up right now? Where are you in the world? I'm in Calgary. I'm holding up just fine. I feel good. My voice is just a little bit raspy. Can't tell it all. No, Craig. you Can't sound good. Can't tell it all, pal. You're gutting it through. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but, Craig, before uh, we brought you on, we were talking about Tage Thompson, what that kid did last night. Five goals, four of which coming in the first period. Um, like, How do you explain the progression of a guy like Tage Thompson? Like, I don't think I've seen a player go from probable draft bus status to superstar as quick as he has. You know, well, he was a first-round draft pick. And, you know, Donnie Granato had him at the National Team Development Program. And he always, and, and Tage didn't play a lot. He was a 12, 13 forward there. But Donnie always said, keep an eye on this kid. He works hard. He's a, he's a player with a lot of skill. And Donnie said he was raw. It's ironic that Donnie's the coach now in Buffalo with Tage Thompson. And, and, and Donnie always believed in him, believed in him long before Tage had even shown that he was capable of, of performing at this level or at any level for that matter. But, you know, when you, when, I mean, he's young and when you look at a player and you, you know that a player is going to really put in the work to get the best out of himself, that's what Tage Thompson has done. And it's been brilliant. Yeah, sometimes the old eye test is a beautiful thing. And it sounds like Don Granato knew exactly what he had in Tage Thompson, and that has paid off big time. And last night was a great example of that. Uh, that's our TSN hockey analyst, Craig Button, on the phone, who's gotten through a sore throat night right now, like the, like the absolute hero he is. And the Leafs have the Kings tonight at Scotiabank Arena. Craig, TJ Brody draws back into the lineup. And AB pointed out to me this morning that the Leafs, uh, did not lose in regulation the entirety of the time that TJ Brody is out. I know we've talked at length about this, but just how impressive is that to you, knowing how important TJ Brody is? Well, well, I, th- I think it speaks to the success that the Leafs had during the absence of TJ Brody. And no, a couple of things. Number one, he, you know, he can get fully healthy when the team is performing well, and you don't have to rush him back. Number two, you know, he comes back into the lineup not having to be uh, somebody that has to fix everything. He just comes in and plays now. And T.J. Brody playing and playing well is, is a solid addition. I heard you saying that he's going to play with Connor Timmons. T.J. Brody, to me, makes everybody he plays with better. So for Connor Timmons, that's a real benefit for him and, by extension, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a good thing. Also, just kind of ease them in coming off that injury. And, and why would you mess with a good thing with those guys, Gio and Hall, and then also the Lilligren and Sandine pairing, the way that they've played, just makes sense to keep them together and then allow Brody to kind of just slowly get back up to speed. Do his thing, right? Like, I mean, and uh, again, AB, you know, when the, if a team is struggling, they'll get back in there. Maybe he comes back a couple of games sooner. But the team wasn't struggling, and, and, and now because of, of the solid play of, of the two pairs you just mentioned, now TJ can find his way back in the lineup. I mean, TJ will be uh, you know, able to contribute in a real positive way, but you don't have to force him in to the spots before he's ready to kind of you know, dip his toe in, get up to his knees, get waist deep, and then dive right in. I think that'll be really good uh, for T.J. Brody, knowing that those guys in front of him or alongside him are playing so well. Yeah. 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we're chatting with Craig Butner, TSN hockey analyst. I, I want to get your thoughts on something, Craig. It was something that Julie and I were kind of talking about yesterday. And, you know, you being an esteemed hockey man for so long, I'm sure you've seen teams go through, you know, evolutions of of maturity, which was a it was a buzzword. We clowned on phrase. it a bit. We'll admit. A little bit. That, that John Tavares talked about at the beginning of the year, saying how this team has evolved and, and, and the maturation process was kind of uh, changing from last year to this year. And I'm curious if you think that the defensive buy-in from this group over the course of this 12-game stretch uh, that you've seen here from the Maple Leafs, if, if that speaks to that evolution of maturity that Tavares talked about at the beginning of the season. Well, the first thing, I, I wasn't sure I was going to be around to answer your question because after you said the esteemed Craig Button, I was going to just exit stage left. That was enough for me. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. To yeah, I'm out of here. Done. Finished. But thank you for that, A.B. I appreciate that. Uh, you, you know, every team, every team has to uh, not, not just, you know, not just understand or, or, or want to get better, they have to demonstrate it. And, you, you know, you've heard me say this, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, because right now the only thing broken on me is my throat and my voice. But, uh, you know, again, I, I wanted to see the Leafs show me. Don't tell me. Show me. And the Leafs have shown me very clearly that, they're, that they have focused in on areas that I think will benefit them come playoff time. Very clearly have shown me that. So when John Tavares talks about that and says, hey, listen, this is part of our growth. This is part of our development. And I, he feels that that's what they have to do. They've shown it. And, and it. and it hasn't been for a week. It hasn't been for uh, a handful of games. It's been for a good long stretch where they were missing significant players. And I think that speaks volumes. Actions speak volumes in this regard. Absolutely. And the other thing that would be really great to have come playoff time is goaltending performances like the one Matt Murray put on the other night in Dallas. It is Samsonov that gets the net tonight, though, Craig. And I don't know, we were kind of chatting about this. Sheldon Keefe had opted, already told us that it was going to be Samsonov tonight before Matt Murray had that performance in Dallas. Uh, Is this the way you kind of saw the Leafs goaltending position uh, split work out with these two kind of going back and forth the way... It was intended, even with Matt Murray having that crazy performance. Is is the priority really just to keep him healthy? Well, I think the priority is number one, keep him healthy. Number two, I think it's a tandem. I don't, I don't think there's a clear number one here. I, I, I don't, and I think that Matt Murray operates way better in a tandem. And I think that we've seen real clear evidence of that in his past, and I think we're seeing real clear evidence of it now. Samsonov. You know, as a as a 25 year old goaltender, that's really you know that, that's that, that age. You know, whatever that date, 24 or 26, goaltenders coming into their own. But you know, to me, this is what the Leafs have, and it's not it's not about having a guy play a great game and then automatically he gets the next game. It's about saying, here's our goaltending situation, and in the absence of a clear number one, this is what the Leafs have. So to me, great. Matt Murray played played excellent against Dallas in the shutout. Awesome. Ilya, get in there, give us that goaltending. Give us a chance to win. 
Yeah, I mean, it gives them a chance to push each other at the end of the day. And, yep. and you know, I guess it'll keep them both honest to try and strive to be, you know, try and win the net, I guess, and get as much as, as of the net as possible. Uh, we're chatting with Craig Button, our TSN hockey analyst. Uh, let's let's go out west a little bit. So I was watching that Canucks game last night. I watched the, oh. the, the third period also in the game <laughs> against Montreal. So I've been watching this team. First of all, very highly entertaining games. I'll say That's that. True. Like it's high event hockey on both ends of the ice. And the defense is questionable, but that offense, man, they can put pucks in the back of the net. It's been goals galore when you're watching Vancouver Canucks games. And somehow, Craig, just two points out of a playoff spot. But like when you watch this team on the ice, like to you, is this a team that should be gunning for a playoff spot? Like, how do you think things unfold there? There's so much uncertainty, um, some off ice stuff that's been going on. Like, how do you see things shaking out in Vancouver? Well, I mean, I think they put themselves back into the playoff conversation, and and, and largely due in part to other teams fighting for those wild card spots that have you know been kind of pedestrian. That includes Calgary, that includes Edmonton, Minnesota, St. Louis. So, you know, give, give Vancouver credit for being able to do that. At the beginning of the season, Mike Johnson and I did one big question, and it was about each Canadian team and what was facing them. The, the Vancouver Canucks defense is not very good. In fact, it's, it's, it's mediocre. So our term was they should be doing the uh, run, gun, and fun. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's how you're going to have success. If they think they're going to play, uh, be able to play and win in low-scoring games, they're completely wrong. Like, b- bottom line is, you know, you got Demko out, and he hadn't been playing well. You know, they got to like, you know, last night Spencer Martin was the key to that win as well as the offense because San Jose really carried, uh, you know, the dangerous scoring chances uh, uh, score sheet. So when you look – at, at, at the way the Vancouver Canucks are constructed, to me, they're playing exactly how they have to play to have success. That's what you got to do. Seven five, six five, whatever it takes to win. That's what they got to do. Playing, playing defense is never going uh, is never ever going to emit success uh, for the Vancouver Canucks. And the only time they'll be able to play defense is when they get two or three better defensemen. Yeah, they don't ask how, they ask how many, and they're pulling off wins right now. They ain't pretty, but uh, they're making it happen right now. Uh, Craig, it would be illegal if we had you on and didn't ask about World Juniors before we let you go. Team Canada got a couple boosts yesterday. Shane Wright is headed to camp, Brant Clark, and Dylan Gunther. How much of a boost does that provide Team Canada heading into camp? Well, obviously, when you get talented players like the trio you just mentioned, that, that just makes a, a very talented group. Uh, that much stronger, you know. It, you know, with two forwards coming and Shane Wright and Dylan Gunther, that means two very talented forwards are not going to be able to make this team. And I, I think it speaks to the depth of, of, of this age group for the junior team that uh, is pretty significant. I will say this: without Gunther, Clark, and Shane Wright, this team was like the the, the decided favorite uh, to uh, win the gold at the tournament. With those three guys, I, I don't know how you increase it to, to even better to decide a favorite because the depth of talent, the quality of player available for this year's World Junior team is tremendous. It's tremendous. And certainly when you can add in you know, those players, it, 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 only, it, only, it only solidifies and strengthens their opportunity to repeat as uh, World Junior gold medals. Well, we'll leave it there, Craig. We'll let you go and uh, rest up that voice there, pal. Get some get some tea with honey. 
Inya potentially, and uh, hopefully he can get that voice back up and running as soon as possible. But we appreciate you gutting through it, Craig, and uh, we'll chat again next week. Thank you very much. All right. There he goes. Craig Button, TSN hockey analyst. What a gem for gutting through that. You can tell it was loosening up a little towards the end. A little Sometimes bit. you got to use it a bit. A little bit. Um, I can't wait to go out east with Craig. The best thing about traveling with Craig is he knows the best restaurant in every city in Canada. I feel so like comfortable. the junior markets because the guy's been in every single every barn, every rink. He's every been there. barn in the country he's been to and he knows the best arena food. He knows the best bar in the area with nice. the most hole in the wall look with the best food. So 